Hey, good morning, everybody. This is Joe Renoro, and welcome back to the Rat Race Liberation Podcast. So I wanted to do a follow-up episode here and, and kind of uh, recap and wrap up um, some of the other tools that I utilize uh, as I'm going through and developing my personal brand and, uh, and continuing to cultivate the brands that I oversee for the company that employs me. Um, first thing I wanted to do is kind of uh, clear up something that I felt got a little misconstrued in the previous episode because um, I talked about uh, needing to wait a couple of more weeks before I was actually ready to launch officially the the new personal brand that I've been building the last couple of months here. And uh, I, I wanted to clarify with you all that um, I, I know there were a couple of points that I said that I was waiting for. You know, I needed to refresh the funds so that I could uh, establish the legal entity for the company, um, which is true. And uh, and also I was waiting on my iStock photo account to replenish its credits so that I could get the remaining photos for the digital product that I want to launch um, as the initial launch for the company, which is also true. Uh, but I, I really wanted to clarify and make sure everybody out there is aware that I'm not just waiting for those two to three weeks to come along so that I can accomplish those tasks. Um, I'm not playing a waiting game and just everything's held up because of the funding, right? Because um, you know you can go out and, and figure out a way to get funding, right? You could do some odd jobs. You could figure out some. There's enough things out there nowadays that I could go out there and find the money to do these things. Um, the reason why I described it as waiting is because I have a set amount of money that's going to come through uh, at the beginning of next month, and it was already earmarked for these things and mapped out this way. Um, so I'm not—I don't want to say not concerned. You know, um, you know, money's not a frivolous thing to me right now. Uh, maybe one day in the future, but um, the—it's uh, mapped out in such a way that I knew that I was spending a certain amount of money week in and week out leading up to the the official launch of this brand. And in the meantime, I've got a ton of other stuff that I'm working on um, that is filling that time efficiently, uh, at least as well as I can right now, um, leading up to so when I have the funds to uh, you know tackle those last couple of steps that um, are holding me up to a certain degree, the rest of the stuff behind it is done in place, ready to go, and then I can launch from then on. So um, as I kind of alluded to in yesterday's episode, and uh, and as we've been talking about for months and months and months here, as I'm trying to reorg my schedule continuously to get the most efficient flow out of it, I've got a lot of stuff going on, um, like we all do, right? But uh, the, the way that I have all of this stuff going on and the way that it's structured... Um, only affords me a certain amount of time day in and day out to work on, in this particular case, the the personal brand that I'm trying to launch, right? Um, I have a commitment to you all for the podcasting, and that takes time every day, uh, whether it's to record the episodes or then edit them and launch them. I mean, I'm doing all of that right now, so that takes time. Then I've got anywhere from one to two hours a day that I set aside to work on the personal brand. And there's a lot of stuff that goes into the personal brand, at least from the way that I'm approaching this whole, again, I don't want to say problem. Um, there are a lot of problems, but it's, it's just a fucking great opportunity. 
um, that I've stumbled down this path and I'm, I'm actually doing something and creating something kind of out of thin air and putting it out there into the real world to serve customers, um, to find the clients that I want to help and to um, hopefully have an Im- impact, a positive impact on their lives. And uh, this, is, this is something that I want to do that I'm feeling pulled and called to do, but it's, it's not easy, right? Uh, I'm not sugarcoating that. I, I don't think I ever have. As a matter of fact, like I said, I spent a full year uh, truly trying to understand if this was going to be the right thing for me. I absorbed a lot of information. I went through a lot of courses. I studied a lot of influential people and did a lot of soul searching to make sure that I was on the right path, that this was going to be something that if I fully invested in it, if I went all in, uh, that there was no turning back moving forward. And and I decided that after that year of due diligence that I was ready to start, I was ready to stop absorbing information and start creating things because I, I determined this was the path I wanted to be on. And, and we've done that. I'm not going to go into that further in this episode here, but but really just trying to get the point across to you guys that um, this is not an easy thing right now, but the things that are holding me up, quote unquote, to get this brand live um, were planned this way. This is the schedule that I wanted to be on to bring this thing to fruition and get it out there to the world. I've only got that one to two hours a day. If I'm lucky, some days I can put more time on it, but I don't have much more than that right now because my day's chunked out into the podcast, the personal brand, uh, the the brands that I'm managing and cultivating for the company that employs me, and my family time. Um, I you know that's just as important to me. And when I say just as important, let me be clear: it is more important to me than all of this business stuff. Um, this business stuff is definitely giving me a nice new purpose from a professional standpoint, and it's given me some goals to aim for. and And I love it. I love the game that I'm getting into here. Um, I'm I feel the passion and excitement from the marketing aspect of things that Russell talks about that really resonates with me, which is a surprise to me, to be honest with all of you, because I never deemed myself the most creative person in the world. But um, the way that uh, that all of these influential people are putting forth this information makes me feel like I can do it. And, and it's exciting and it's new and it's a challenge that I'm enjoying tackling. Um, but all of this stuff, there's a purpose behind it. And, and what started me on this path is is what I'm sure starts a lot of you on your path, which is how do I provide correctly the right type of lifestyle um, to take care of my family and give them the things that I feel they deserve, that I want to be able to provide for them. Um, And and this is a a means to an end in that aspect of things. Now, I feel very grateful that uh, Russell is the person who I stumbled across as one of my main mentors here because... He acknowledges that up front, and, and there are other greater influential people that he would tell you that do the same thing. Tony Robbins references the same thing. Um, there, there's, there's that initial upfront need that gets most of us in this game, which is to provide for your family, right? And that's not a bad thing. It's, it's not at all. I mean, obviously, you're, you're trying to provide for other people, other people you care about, that you love, and you want to give them a good life. And you want to have a good life yourself as a result for that. Uh, but what I feel so grateful for is that my mentors 
see that, understand it, appreciate it. But then once you have that, what's next? You know, it's not just about the money. It's providing that level of security and um, and contentment for for your family and for your needs. And then how do you take it the next level further? And how do you provide for the clients that you're you're trying to service? How do you give them a better life as a result of the products that you put forth, of the energy and things that you put into the work? How do you service and, and basically have a positive impact on the planet to a certain degree, you know, to other people's lives? So I feel very grateful that I, I've seen so early on that it's not just about uh providing uh, a comfortable and uh, worthwhile existence to myself and my family, but that um, that's step one. And there's a whole tier of things behind that that I'm trying to climb that ladder for as well and plan for that in the future that I don't know I would make those same decisions if I didn't have the mentors that I do. So I'm eternally grateful for that. But why am I telling you guys all of this? It's because I don't want you to get hung up on feeling like there's always a reason or an excuse to not go live, to not further your cause, to not um, move forward on your personal business ventures here. I don't want you to get hung up on the fact that, oh, you know, I just, I need that tool and there's nothing else that I can do, but that tool is going to do it for me. Um, That's not necessarily the case. Now, if you create and craft a plan and that tool is a part of the plan and it's structured in a way that you know, on this certain date is the day you're going to gain access to that tool for whatever reason, money, or you're not ready for it, or whatever the case is, um, make sure it's part of the plan and don't hold up the plan because of outside forces, other things. So I really wanted to take the time to make that clear because it felt like in the previous episode, I was telling you guys that money is holding me up and I'm not furthering my plan because of that. That's not true. I had it preset in the plan that these are the dates that I'm going to be able to have the funds to gain access to these things, which worked out for me because I still had so much more to do leading up to that time frame anyway, that my time was absolutely filled and I was still pushing against a deadline to finish and get the rest of the stuff in place so that when I do get the reoccurring uh, credits for iStock and I can add those photos to the digital product and then I can uh, register my business uh, in the state so that I have the legal entity that I'm protected now and I'm protecting my personal assets from the professional ones. And then I can launch the company and link up the payment software and everything else through ClickFunnels because now I have that uh, information. Those are the last steps in the entire process, but they were part of the process to begin with. They were planned out ahead of time. Um, Really, really, really important designation, a distinction there. And I wanted you guys to be aware of that. So uh, with all of that being said, and hopefully I've made that extremely clear, um, I just wanted to quickly touch base on some of the other tools that I was also utilizing uh, because there are a couple of more that um, might point you in a good direction here. And one of them is Splice. Um, Splice, I kind of stumbled across by happenstance. I was uh, trying to get a video posted um, on our existing YouTube channel for the automotive brand because I wanted to host that video on a funnel that I was building through ClickFunnels. And uh, the, the way the video was shot, it was under a certain amount of time and it was shot holding uh, an iPhone um, in, a, in a vertical 
position. So I guess those two things together when I went to go upload it into YouTube, and it's it's been a while since I had been involved in anything like that, uh, YouTube immediately made it a short instead of an actual video posted on our channel, which affected my ability to be able to take that URL and then put it into the video, um, I don't know what you want to call it, widget or portion of the funnel to, uh, to allow it to play in my funnel. So I had to figure out a way to change the formatting a bit so that I could repost the video on, on YouTube um, and, and it would actually host as a correct video. And so I did some research and Splice kind of just popped up as a really credible and um, really well-reviewed app that you had to use on your phone for to edit the video software, excuse me, to edit the videos and then be able to transition them into um, YouTube or wherever you were going to post it. For me, it was YouTube. And uh, Splice was amazing. I don't know if there's better stuff out there, if I'm just so uh, wowed by it because I haven't used anything like that previously, but for 10 bucks a month is what the, uh, what it's going to end up working out to be the subscription for, for, um, once the seven day, I think it is free trial that ran out. It, it was amazing. Um, I, I put in what was probably under an hour. I want to say maybe a half an hour, maybe a little bit more because I was playing around with it a little bit and just trying to see what the software was capable of but uh, put together a really worthwhile video for exactly what I wanted to do. Matter of fact, it went further than what I wanted to do because of the text and some of the additional um, accents that I was able to add to the video while I was going through and editing it. And then it uh, transitioned the format that I needed it to be in uh, basically just at the push of a button, you know, it, it gives you a couple of options and it, it's asking you what you're designating this photo for in the future, excuse me, what this video is going to be for in the future. And so uh, option right on the screen, I want it to be a standard YouTube video format. And it gave me that, downloaded the video, transitioned it uh, seamlessly onto YouTube, and it was exactly where I needed it to be. Same length of time, but now it was in my video section of the channel, which I was then able to use the URL for for the funnel. And so Splice is um, something that I'm going to keep on. And, and like I said, I'm actually, I signed up for it to take care of a video for the brand that I'm cultivating for the company that employs me. But the Splice is on my account. I'm going to pay the $10 a month for it. Uh, I don't see any reason why not, honestly, at this point, because it, it was so worthwhile. I'm sure there's going to be videos in the future that I'm going to want to do. And to know that that I have uh, the ability to film things um, on my iPhone because the camera is wildly powerful, right? I don't need to go out and get a professional style camera. The only thing I was ever really missing is how do I edit these things correctly so that I can hold on to the quality that they were originally filmed in and add any extra accents or um, effects or text or anything that I needed to uh, to kind of amp up the video and, and put together a presentation that I can see in my mind, but that I couldn't ever produce in the past. So uh, amazing, amazing little app. Uh, like I said, I don't know if there's anything better out there or more worthwhile, but I'm completely blown away for the price point that it is the ease of use that's going on for it, and uh, probably a little bit just because I'm so um, completely uninformed on anything that has to do with this type of tech, and I'm, I'm trying to get into it, but that's what I was saying earlier. I, I'm amazed at how 
amped up and uh, ridiculously all in I am on marketing. Um, and it just goes to show you how how small my uh, my understanding of marketing was in the past because I just never deemed myself a creative person in that aspect of things from like an artsy standpoint and uh, creating beautiful photos and videos and that type of thing. But um, it's, it's really the science of marketing and the uh, sportsmanship in the entire industry as a whole um, that, that's really drawing my attention to all of this. You know, what I'm capable of and, and how I can compete with other people. And, uh, and, and it's a game, really. You know, what strategies and tactics can I put together that will increase sales? Um, and, and I'm loving that aspect of it. So Splice, anyway, uh, sorry to get off on another tangent, but Splice is another one that I've been utilizing and I, I'd recommend it if you do any video uh, stuff. That's It's so easy and amazing, especially, like I said, for somebody who's not super techie on any of this stuff. Um, and then the other thing that has been incredibly helpful and thankfully I haven't had to pay for it yet was uh, Funnel Scripts, which is kind of an offshoot. It's not kind of, it is an offshoot from, uh, from click funnels to a certain degree. Uh, Russell got together with, uh, I believe his name's Jim Edwards and this gentleman, basically they, they co-opted a, uh, this, this, uh, software called funnel scripts. And there's a whole bunch of different levels of access. Um, the particular one that I'm utilizing right now is free because it was given to us uh, as we worked through the One Funnel Away Challenge. And uh, there's a bunch of different software packages within the software. And basically what this company does is they give you prepackaged templates that you can fill in certain portions of the responses. You know, they, they outline the structure for it and you fill in the missing blanks. And what it does is it develops... Um, email sequences pre-done for you, basically. Uh, and there's other aspects of it as well. Um, I think uh, sales scripts and, and I'm sure a whole bunch of other stuff that I haven't even gotten into or found yet. But uh, it, it basically shortcuts your need to try and craft the framework behind everything and then fill it in as well. Um, whereas here the framework's established for you, you fill in your information and then it generates, um, insert whatever you're trying to generate there, the sales script, or in my case, what I'm utilizing it for right now is the initial follow-up sequence. So, um, there's, I, I could go deeper on this. I'm not going to today. There's another woman in the ClickFunnels world, um, Yara Golden, and, uh, she, developed this technique of this follow-up sequence of emails uh, once a customer sees your initial funnel and opts in and you get this six-day follow-up sequence every day a new email goes out and it's basically walking that person through an introduction of who you are as a company uh, what you do, why you do it, um, you know, can you do it for them? And it's kind of just like this, like if you met somebody at a party for the first time, she describes it as. You don't just walk up and try and sell somebody real quick because it has that like really sketchy, um, sleazy feel to it. Whereas this way, it's just kind of, hey, you know, this is who I am. How you doing? And it's just kind of evolving a more organic conversation that um, supposedly leads to... Uh, 
more conversions long term. And I say supposedly, but uh, she's extremely successful and it's uh, worthwhile enough that it got put through uh, a funnel scripts thing here where um, they're pushing it through one funnel away. And, and by pushing it, I mean it's, it's free. They're giving it to you to help you. So the conversions are there. And uh, so that's something that I'm utilizing as well. Uh, and like I said, that's that's been free so far. I don't know if I'm going to buy it and utilize any of the other templates, but so far for what I've seen and what I've been doing, that seems extremely worthwhile as well because A, not only would I have not have known about that follow-up sequence to begin with, but I can only imagine how long it would have taken me to try and craft the emails and the frameworks uh, up front with no prior knowledge as opposed to getting my feet wet with a pre-made framework and then just having to fill in some information and letting it generate a, a worthwhile email sequence that I can start converting with immediately. So uh, those are two of the other ones that I really wanted to share with you. Um, over the last two episodes, we've talked about ClickFunnels software. We've talked about Canva. We've talked about um, iStock. We've talked about funnel scripts and we've talked about splice and I think that pretty much covers everything that I've been utilizing so far. Um, again, feel free to do your own due diligence and research but if you need stock photos or, or short videos for your material, um, if you need to have a way to create your own digital content, uh, whether it's a, a backdrop or a, um, a, a an edit on a photo or you're developing a template for a PDF or an ebook or something like that. Um, if you're trying to uh, create sales scripts or uh, follow-up email sequences or initial campaign sequences in, in that manner, if you're trying to develop funnels, um, if you're trying to edit videos, uh, again, feel free to, to go out there and see what's out there. But these five things right now um, have carried me a ridiculously long way from where I initially was. Uh, they're amazing, all of them in their own aspects for what they're doing. And, uh, and hopefully these two episodes here shortcut you many months of due diligence if you just are willing to trust me on this one. If you, if you have to utilize any of that type of stuff to develop your personal brands and get them out there... Um, these five things, whether individually or in conjunction with one another, have been able to do everything that I've needed so far. This is everything over the past however many months since I've been working on getting stuff live um, that has really helped me move forward. So uh, hopefully it does the same for you guys. I appreciate you putting up with a couple of longer episodes here, but I'm really hoping these 45 minutes worth of podcasts save you a couple months worth of headache and trying to figure out uh, where to go and where to turn to, um, to help you develop your, your product. So thank you guys so much. I'll check in with you tomorrow.